So if ducks don't have teeth, then could a duck really have bitten you? I think ducks do have teeth. <clears throat> oh, do they? Right? I thought their beak I is like... I feel like they do. Their, the, the beak is like the thing. I think they have like... <clears throat> Sorry. I think they have like... Like alligator in their beak. In the beak. Yeah. No, wait. No birds have teeth. Oh, never mind. I lied. Because I, you know, I took a dinosaur class and I was thinking like their beaks are their teeth and like birds are dinosaurs. Wait, do ducks have teeth? Yes and no. Confusing. Ducks bills don't have teeth, but they have a bill. Yeah, duh. <laughs> oh, and they have comb-like structures on the side of the bill. Okay, so, so they're they're rigid. serrated. There you go. Yeah, so they're I guess there's just some serration. But so anyway, why were a duck you bit me. By a duck? Well, let me tell you on it's, it's story story time. Story time. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i was away this weekend i went to davis my prospective school <clears throat> not perspective oh well yeah, my school damn yeah damn my school wow that's crazy if you missed last week's episode thea recently graduated <laughs> and is transferring to ucd go ucd's nuts <laughs> go aggies <laughs> Yeah, go Aggies. I think that's a dumb mascot. I wish we were the cows, but they don't want to spend money it. on rebranding. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But anyway, so we were, my partner came with me to see where I'm going to live and the campus and stuff. And <clears throat> so we went, like, one of our friends there took us around the campus. And we there's an arboretum that goes through Davis. And it's really beautiful. It's basically just like like a little section of wildlife that kind of is just preserved along the campus. <clears throat> and it's really, really beautiful. They have a, really a lake pretty. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many ducks. Like there's a ton of ducks. And <clears throat> I went to, you know, I, I wanted to have a princess moment. I was like, oh, come here, little duck. And it just kept. <laughs> coming closer and I was like what the fuck and then all of a sudden I put my hand out because I was like maybe he wants to like be friends you are a princess yeah and then he like nibbled on my finger he was like he wanted to eat he think he thought I had something but look at him look how cute he is he's literally this is no zoom he was right in front of me I personally love ducks. If I, I could have pet ducks, I would. But I would want like a pond and I would like want them to live with me. I wouldn't want to like have yeah. it inside, but I love ducks. I love ducks as well. Like as we know, I'm a big I'm a big garden girl. I do love to be a garden girl. But and I want chickens because I want some mm. sort of bird that's going to lay some sort of eggs because not only do I just love having like such a simple animal to take care of, <clears throat> but I love the idea of getting eggs and stuff and blah blah blah. Um, but I was like, what if I got ducks instead? Do ducks lay eggs the same as um chickens do? And I don't quite really know slash understand how other birds lay eggs differently than chickens and why chickens lay eggs so much more than other birds. <clears throat> now that you think about it, right? Yeah, I I I don't know actually. Like I but know they're actually like how super it works, messy. I don't, I don't know how it works. But yeah, ducks are apparently like the messiest fucking birds. In kindergarten, we incubated chick eggs and duck eggs, and I got to bring home like eight baby chicks and eight baby ducks. Oh, all yours? I mean, just for like a weekend, everyone got to take care of them for a couple of days. That's. Oh, oh, that's right, because everyone, like, took turns having responsibility, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, it was, like, you know, teaching. 
right right keep something alive (laughs) i think it was first grade actually i think we did something similar i can't remember if we did chicks i know we definitely did butterflies yeah and yeah that was kindergarten for sure but and then in like the third grade we did crawfish did you do crawfish what is that i know and then they let everyone take a take it home after i remember our friend took one i did not take one i thought they were hideous like i i don't they're not cut like i like cuddly creatures right what is a crawfish and why do we take like what why are they pets good fucking question it's like basically like here's a lobster huh (laughs) yeah and i think they would like pinch people they were like angry yeah because they're they died a lot like we had a bunch of them and a lot of them died i got to take one home there was like i think eight or something random ass number and then we did like a poll yeah and then uh, my name got picked so i got to take one home and of course they give you it in one of those little travel containers (sighs) i did not take one home you're lucky because my friend took one one of my best friends in elementary school took one and her mom bought it a tank a filter Ugh. a heater only for it to fucking die i'm pretty sure aiden had one for a while <gasps> really yeah the That's funny thing cool. is we didn't go to the same elementary school but it was the same district so i wonder if this is like a mm. district thing that we did if it was our area or if it it's in california curriculum or something because that's very random. It is super random. And I also can't, like, remember what kind of lesson was taught alongside there was crawfish. one, honestly. I remember being confused. I get chicks because it's, like, it it's in the egg. The mm-hmm. egg has to stay warm. It grows in the egg. And then you watch it grow. Like, that's yeah. cool. And it, like, with a butterfly, a chrysalis, same thing. We have a bunch of caterpillars. And then they go through the cocoon, and There's then... something to observe, and like right, pro- like we. I remember we had like a log or a journal that we would make observations every day, and like what's changing and all that. That sounds about right. But with crawfish, what the fuck? I don't remember observing anything. No, it was so bizarre. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just thinking um... back now. Did you have any other weird things in school? One of the second grade classes had a pet tarantula. And it would get out a lot. Did any teachers in your class have a pet bunny? No bunnies. There was one that had guinea pigs. Uh Uh-huh. And we used to take the guinea pigs a lot because we lived close to the school. Um, So we would take them over like spring break and stuff like that see Um, i remember hearing that one of the teachers had a bunny and would just like let it hop around class or something fun fact i was so jealous as soon as i get my life together i will be getting a bunny uh yeah they're so cute you can litter train bunnies they're very cuddly they're self-sufficient we basically eat the same food because I just eat rabbit food as a person. <laughs> this is what I do. So easy peasy. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's perfect. My friend has uh, two rabbits. Oh, one died. I forgot. He was named Kyle. And he was shaped like a little loaf of bread. It was so cute. <clears throat> and I always, you know, the vine, um, my name is Trey, and I got a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> Jenna Marbles' is favorite fucking vine. Rest in peace, Jenna. Um, But I always joke that Kyle had a soccer game that I had mm. to watch him play. Because if you gave him a ball, he would, like, nudge it. nudge it. They're smart. They play. I've recently learned that they can turn off their GI track and die. Um, so now what? I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to have a bunny, but yeah, they'll, they'll like shut down their body and like lay down to die. So it can, they can just suicide themselves. Yeah. What? Not do they do that frequently when, when they're like kept 
in captivity. I, I think it's caused by trauma. So if they get scared, they'll shut down and then, you know, or that's if they're, true. You know, if they're wet and freezing, they'll just. You have to be very careful with rabbits, I think, not to startle them. Right. Oh my God. Wait, I have a rabbit horror story. Have I told you? No. Do I want to know? It trigger warning death. Oh, okay. <clears throat> hey guys, if you want to skip this story that Leah is about to tell that includes mention of animal death, go ahead and skip to 12 minutes and 20 seconds. Thanks. Um, I wonder my dad likes to listen to these podcasts, so I wonder if he will remember this, but let me tell this story. So we went over to my dad's co-worker's house when we were really, really young. And she used to have little parties with her son and blah, blah, blah. And this, they, they lived on like a farm um, and like a ranch kind of, and they had horses and stuff and <clears throat> they had rabbits. And for some reason, her son decided to bring one of the rabbits up into the treehouse. I do know this story. Oh, yeah. No. I'll finish it because I started it. But in the treehouse, there was like a mattress leaned up against the wall. And either I or somebody sat on it. And it it was like, you know, tented against the wall. And so when someone sat or like leaned on it, it like fell. And the rabbit was underneath. And it like basically blew up. <laughs> And I remember, like, blood got on the floor. We're going to have to put a little disclaimer in this episode. <clears throat> oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> Trigger warning, animal death. Well, I said it before. Right, but I'll put a little insert saying skip two minutes ahead if you don't want to hear it. Oh, okay, good idea, good idea. Yeah, but um, that was crazy. And um, I think... I, like, think it was my fault, but, like, I never told anyone it was my fault because I was too scared to say it was my oh fault. Oh, my God. But I mean, obviously, it was an accident. You didn't know. Also, why was there a rabbit underneath? Why In a treehouse? That does in a not tree house. okay. No, whose idea was that? <clears throat> so, I mean, anyway. So, I grew up with cats. You did? Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Indoor what cat. was your cat's name again? Knuckles? Bugsy and Knuckles. Yeah, that's right. Um, And my mom was always like, they can't go outside because the hawks will get them. <laughs> true? Kind of, though. Like, true, but, like, Damn. the cats were big. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, hawks are, you know, hawks are hawks. Yeah, predator birds will just... They'll kill ya. Yeah. They'll, didn't Logan Paul's dog die because... I think Logan Paul's dog died because... <clears throat> a, a, a coyote or something, but, like, something crazy happened. Oh, it was a coyote, and then he hunted it down. Oh, my God. Whatever. And he just killed a random coyote. He didn't even kill, like, the coyote. Of course. And he said he killed it with a bow and arrow. Anyway, eye roll. In fifth grade, our teacher had a gecko. That was cool. We got to feed him crickets. That is cool. Why did teachers stop having pets in the classroom? I thought it was part of, like, personal enrichment. Like, learn how to take care of something. Because not every family could have pets. That's true. But you true. had to go to school, so you had an experience having a pet i thought it was like a really developmentally like positive thing i think it was a really good thing but like only some like the the one that had a rabbit like yeah sh sh nobody else did because she just had one because she wanted one for it. but why first of all how did how and why do teachers just get to have pets like okay i guess for enrichment for the students but i don't know this seems so random to me and then they keep it at school 
Like, do you come in on the weekends or something? Yeah, that's a good point. What do you do over summer break? Well, someone always took them over breaks. But why does it become the class's responsibility? I don't think it was required. I think it was Mm. offered. Oh, okay, true. But then why, why didn't more teachers have that? Because they're paying for it out of pocket. Well, they're it, paying to have a pet. But did 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 any high school teachers were they allowed to do that? Oh, good question. I think we don't need that in high school. I think that's the well. Mentality. Maybe we don't need it. But like, what if you had it? Like, do they still? Can mm. they still? Mm. It's a good question. I have a lot. I of wonder questions. if there's a rule about that. <clears throat> yeah. Also, what also, if you were allergic? That like, was my next question. Yeah, who, who, like, who, you know, decides that? Who, who, yeah, I, I have no idea. And, like, why a rabbit? I don't know. Um, I just have questions. I was at the grocery store the other day. Uh-huh. Right in the corner. Some girl was walking around with her bird. On a leash. On a She's leash? holding the bird. The bird was on her hand. Uh-huh. But in her other hand, she was holding the end of a leash that was connected to the bird. That is so funny. Did it have a collar or a harness? I think oh, yeah. it was a harness, and it was in a grocery store. That is so bizarre. Did you ask its name or just look? I'm going to be honest. I was very startled. I did not know what to do in this situation <laughs> because so many questions, right? Number mm-hmm. one, I recently learned what having a bird's wings clipped means. What does it mean? It you cut the actual like muscle that causes that allows you oh, to move yeah. the wings. Yeah, like like yeah, you cut like one of the tendons. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that I I thought when you clipped the bird's wings, it's like they were actually clipped, which prevented them from moving. I didn't realize you like you know, hurt the bird and they can no longer fly. <laughs> yeah, they'll no, they're not 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 flying anymore. So um, bizarre. So my question is, if this girl has a harness on her bird, uh-huh, can the bird still fly? I mean, assuming it has a harness, then maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, There's like an emotional support goose on YouTube. <laughs> that I this guy her. like brings into Walmart, I swear to god. That's weird. Let's see. Emotional I'm looking it up. Support Goose YouTube. I was on a vineyard over the weekend and they had resident swans. <gasps> That's there were cute. Two swans that just lived on this property. They were the most beautiful things ever. And they just would swim and they would lay in the shade. Oh. Oh, yeah, he does have a goose. It's named George. In Hayward? Wait, that's nearby us. He's cute. That is so random. I think he has to put a diaper on, though, because... um, Yeah, they don't have control, I don't think. Yeah, they just poop. But anyway, I think his name is, like, George the Goose or something. George the Goose. Walmart. He likes to go to Walmart. Yeah. George's Happy Goose Family. So cute. Anyway, anyway, sorry. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't pulling that out of my ass. Um, Emotional support goose. Come on, yeah. Hard to make up. Yeah. Um, I went to an event in the city once. Uh, I think it was a pride event in the Castro, and there was like a little clothing swap there, and this girl is like looking through the clothes, and she's like got her arm like kind of. You know how how someone with a cast would would let like yeah. have their arm like you know, and she's looking through the clothes, and all of a sudden like her arm is moving, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There's two rats oh. laying on her arms napping. No way. And they're in little sweaters. No way. It was so cute. And in thank sweaters? God, in little sweaters. I think one of them was naked, like a naked rat. It was so cute. 
That's so funny. It was hilarious. I was like, is this like enrichment for them? I think they just like being outside, but I don't think they had leashes on. Yeah, I don't feel like that's totally okay, though. Yeah, like what if it just jumped down? <laughs> like, you know, not everyone will react kindly to rats, so that's kind of a yeah. risk taking them out like that. <clears throat> Speaking of rats and pets, my the house I'm moving into has a pet cat. And we hung out with her over the weekend. She is quite the menace, I will say. Um, but <clears throat> what's it called? She brings in a lot of dead mice and birds occasionally. Yeah, they do that. And she'll like bring them into the house alive and just like let them loose. They're gifts. They are. And she's super proud of herself. So that's fun. I kind of love it, though. Like, she keeps you on edge. <laughs> okay, this if you were weekend, to have a... Oh, go for it. Um, This weekend, we went to the beach. Oh. Saw something in the water. Weekend. Oh, my God. Saw something in the water. Took the drone out. You my have partner, a drone? My partner's drone. Partner brought his drone. Okay. Take photos. Brought it over the water. Six otters. <gasps> what? Six otters were playing in the water. What? Like in the ocean. Let me I'll see the pictures. I didn't even know that we had otters. They're... Yeah. Well, okay, Monterey Bay has otters. I knew that. That makes sense. But oh my god, otters sent me pictures. Yeah, That's I'll send so right cute. I love that. <clears throat> I've I've always loved ritter, river otters. There's really really cute river otters on um uh Instagram like people have them as pets. Oh really? I didn't know you yes. could have otters as pets. I think it's only in some states and whatever. But um they they're river otters so that they don't they don't like need to be in the water all the time, but they right. do need water. So you can just put them in the bath. But I love the way they eat. Have you ever seen otter eating yes. videos? Yes. I so love otters are like my favorite thing ever. Um, six of them in the water, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll send you the video because we were looking at it from an aerial view. You could see them spinning and like swimming with each other and then in the water it was clear so you could see their tail going and like they're fast underwater they were slipping and sliding and through the seaweed like it was oh my the God. Purest, cutest little thing we had ever seen i need to watch this video like so what oh that's the most beautiful photo i've ever seen in my life uh, yeah yeah he's pretty also, good. where where was this this was um north of Santa Barbara. Oh my god. Okay, let me let me audio audibly describe these photos. So it's like this beautiful turquoise <laughs> blue. So blue. And you just see the tops of like a kelp forest. Mm -hmm. And among them are these little black specks. And when you zoom in, there are these little otters that are like hugging each other and laying on their little sides and being so cute. And there's a freaking video. Shut up. <gasps> They're fast. You can see them swim. Oh my God. Wow. Oh my God. That is so cool. What a fun experience. I mean, just, you know, I've seen dolphins in the ocean before. And right. every time it blows my mind because dolphins are crazy. So uh -huh. I saw, we saw something in the water and I was like, oh, I bet it's like dolphins. They'll be gone before we even, you know, can look at them. Yeah. Um, And six, six otters. I was like, where do they sleep? Where do they go? What are they doing? We almost didn't talk about. Hey, we had another topic that we wanted to slash might talk about in the later half of the episode but oh my god i'm so happy that you freaking made we talked about this right i told this you is i saw so... so many animals um 
I'm ostriches? like ostriches. I passed by an ostrich farm. What? There were so many ostriches. It was kind of scary. It was one of those places where you like go to feed them. Oh, uh huh. Like a petting zoo, but like a feeding zoo. I, Kelsey, I'm like blown away by these photos. Like, I can't believe you had such a magical experience, and I just got bitten by a duck. That's it. Hey, wow. Oh, come on. You got close to a duck. I would like that. Oh, you saw otters in the most beautiful ocean I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I can't believe the water is this clear. Yeah, I, I want to be like I am. I'm a little. What is it? Thalassophobia or whatever. Is that where you're afraid of the ocean? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I also have that. Thalassophobia. Yeah. Uh, is a type of phobia characterized by persistent and intense fear of deep water, such as an ocean or lake. I literally hyperventilate when I go to the ocean, um, because if I can't see the bottom, yeah. And I've gone swimming in Lake Tahoe up by us, and like my one time we like went out into the center, and I like actually like was hyperventilating, thinking that like. I was gonna have a Jaws moment where I'm just floating here, and then some big thing is gonna come up and just gulp me down. Um, I went snorkeling once and was had a full ass panic attack because it just it just was too much. It just was too much. I cannot <clears throat> I cannot do it. It um, it's a lot. I went to Lake Berryessa as a kid, mm-hmm. and this is my sister's story, but she was there with me, and she saw a couple who were diving go down and lake various is like all mossy it's green you you, you're like swimming in moss yeah it's like touching you um oh i do not like that i don't like that either Um, oh a couple went down and came back up with a single oar what like an oar that you like they found like they found at the bottom and they brought it back up so that either means someone dropped well pat aren't oars usually wood they're supposed to float. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. This is my sister's story, but that's scary. so scary, dude. Scary. I mean, okay. So I've had a really big fear of the ocean and things like that. But I have gone snorkeling and enjoyed it only mm. when I can see through the water. That's the only. That's it. That's the only way I can do it. And I've only been able to do that when I've gone to Hawaii before. And even then, I get really, really scared because I'm afraid that I'm going to need to, like, you have to get in and out. And a lot of the time, you're getting in and out on a rock. And I'm afraid always that I'm going to accidentally step on a sea urchin. Yeah, me. That's what freaked me out. Also, jellyfish. Yeah. Stingrays? Do stingrays even sting you? Like, why are they called stingrays? They do sting you. They have barbs. That's how Steve Irwin died. What? He literally got a stingray barb through his heart. Like, that's how he died. I don't know that. I'm fairly certain because I just saw a video of this girl being like, I'm a professional shark handler. Watch me hang out with all these stingrays. I was like, huh? And she's literally just like laying in this really shallow part of the ocean. And these stingrays are like going over and under her. And you can see their little barbs. And people are like, this is so disrespectful. That's how Steve Irwin died. Like, you're playing with fire. What are you doing? And she's like, they literally like six people ever have been killed by a stingray or something. Sure. Um, and it's super uncommon because they don't want to sting you, I think. Like, I don't know. But I like this stingray from Nemo, but that's it. That oh, I love him. <laughs> yeah. Now I this oh, Hold on. My my fucking my headphones just technical difficulty. Okay, let me fix this. Okay. Um I have gone um manta ray diving. Oh at night. They look the same but they don't sting. Is that what that no. is? No. What are manta? They're the ones with the big mouths. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let, me, let me see. Like stingrays are just like triangles with tails, basically. Oh. Are you looking yeah. up? No, no, I understand. I'm thinking about all my um aquarium visits. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Big yes. manta rays. Those are the ones got... that you pet. No, those are also stingrays. They're like these ones are huge. Here, okay. I'll show you. Here, mm-hmm. let me pull a picture. Manta ray. It's not totally manta rat. Have you seen that TikTok that it's like people forget how to skip when they get older? No. Have you not seen that TikTok? Bay, I deleted TikTok. Oh, right. It's a TikTok trend and it's like, hey, John, do you remember how to skip? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, do it. And they don't know how to skip. I remember how to skip. I skip it's sometimes. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah, but I don't know what a manta ray is. So okay, what's wrong this, with me? These are manta rays. Okay, got it. It's They're like ginormous. That's the underside. It. Here's it next to a person. Whoa. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. And they have these like real big like kind of yes. mouths. Yes. Um, and I believe they're herbivores exclusively. They do the kind of kind of like a wolf uh, a wolf, oh my god, a whale thing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But I have been so so lucky enough to actually swim with these creatures. Whoa. Um it, we were in Hawaii. And we went manta ray diving at night. Oh, my God. And I was super excited because, like, it was such a cool experience. But I had to get into a pitch black ocean at night with waves and not being able to see anything. And I was it's like you had to take a boat out. You were in the middle of the ocean. There was no No, beach. No, thank you. That's okay. But it was really, really fucking cool because you turn on these big lamps and you wait like a little while and it collects um, uh, phytoplankton or whatever. Basically like, yeah, plankton, like they, they all scurry to the light. And so you have, it's like a circular light. It's a big one. And like everyone's holding on around it whoa and you're like you're like you're like this you know like on your stomach laying in the ocean and you have a wetsuit on and everything and so there's this basically pile of food right by the light in the center of all of you right and you have to do it during a particular season but the manta rays literally they come up Mm. and they eat the plankton and then they go back down and sometimes they would do like a like twirls oh, or like yeah, they yeah, do yeah. a back dive and so you're just sitting there watching these things feed you or fe- get fed basically yeah, by yeah, yeah. and the the plankton just keep coming um wow. it was incredible it's it's like a big it's like a, if a shark were like you were feeding sharks basically because yeah. they're huge um but it was so magical um that was a really cool experience, but oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I keep t- talking. No, you're good. My dad has been, like, I-, I think I've mostly gone to the beach with my dad because we go on more vac- vacations with him. And he's been really, really good about helping me with my fear of the ocean and my anxiety when I get in the water. So... Like, I literally, like, need to, like, be holding his arm, and he yeah. has to, like, be calm, constantly calming me down. So I don't think I could have had these experiences snorkeling and doing all that without without his, like, reassurance. Support, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, just thought I'd, sh- thought I'd share. I forgot about that memory a little bit. No, that's crazy. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Highly great experience if you're able to. I'm sure it would cost cost a lot. So maybe not the most accessible thing, but it like it is awesome. Um the ocean is just I mean, have you seen giant squids? Yeah. What's that about? What about megalodons? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I like birds. Birds are great. Birds are really mm-hmm. fun. 
<laughs> what? So you're afraid of the ocean also. I know. What about it scares you? Is it what's inside? Is it the water, the vastness, the deepness? Um, okay. I go back and forth on this. Because I do enjoy going out and just bobbing in the waves. I Me like too. that. Me too. But I have to really turn off my brain in order to do that. I don't like the fact that... um. The ocean is just really scary. Like, you could blink and be so much farther away from the shore. Yeah. You're, right? there's like, you're never supposed to, like, turn your back to the ocean. Right. You know? Or to the, yeah. I took um, that fucking seriously when I learned that. Because it's, it's powerful. Like, water is strong. I'm not a very strong swimmer. So, the ocean has always been, like, definitely know my limit and, like, I'll, I'm gonna stay here. You guys keep swimming. You know, right. like, I don't. I don't want to risk it in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like how slimy it is. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like when slimy things touch my feet and my legs, and it's kind yeah. of inevitable. Yeah. In the ocean. Um. So I I just like that part freaks me out, and then mm-hmm. I know that the wildlife isn't even close to the shore that i'm at you know right i'm bobbing in the water right where the waves break like there's nothing there that's gonna get me Mm -hmm. but like you don't know (laughs) it's dark and it's cold and it's just so so big and it's really beautiful and i will enjoy it from afar the other thing is i haven't really been on a boat ever like um i've been on a ferry in the bay okay i've been on a motorboat in the ocean when we went snorkeling we like went out and then we're in the ocean but that's you've been on a kayak i've been on a kayak but i'm in control in a kayak that's true boat is very different too because you like will get seasick on a boat like my my siblings went fishing at like five a.m. They took a boat out in the bay and they went fishing, and they were like, "Yeah, once you get the fish on board, you take the bat and you hit the fish." <laughs> what? You like get them on and you whack them and then you cut them open. Like really? I I have no interest doing that at all. I do not need to whack a fish. <laughs> I yeah I don't really like I don't really like fishing because I don't know like it's it's just sort of not something I've ever had interest in I don't think it's bad I think it's cooler to fish your own fish and be responsible for your own fishing gear as opposed to supporting like the fishing industry that is so bad and pollutes the ocean and kills off you know species yes um if you want a really good documentary about that it's called sea spiracy that one's really good another good one is uh, chasing coral i think they're both on netflix uh-huh. uh-huh i've heard about that one they're both beautiful anyway um like i think if i had to like live off of something i would i could fish you know but it would definitely be hard to just whack a beautiful creature in the face with a bat it just i think the other thing i don't like is eyes of the ocean like fish eyes freak me out they are kind of freaky squid eyes squid eyes are freaky wait don't squids only have one eye yeah wait really yeah i think so no 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 no. i think that's no they have two beaks Explain that yeah. one to me. I've dissected them. I was sick that day. I did it in college. I had to oh, take really? a zoology class. Yeah. I did that in middle school. But, so um, what have you dissected? I have a stomach flu. Okay, funny story. Fifth grade, we dissected a brain, a heart, lungs, and a kidney. From what? what animal? Sheep. Okay. That's a lot for a fifth grader. 
I know, but I remember it. It was awesome. Best thing ever. Wow, okay. Um, seventh grade. <clears throat> I think seventh grade was the squid, but I had the stomach flu. Seventh grade was the squid. Um, eighth grade was an eyeball. Yeah, yeah, sheep's eye. I did that. Um, in high school, I never took the class, but there was a class where you dissected cats and sharks. Yeah. Um, and a plant or something, but I didn't do any dissections in high school. I don't think I did either. I did it all in college. I didn't do any in college. I didn't know, like, I took zoology because it was a required course, and I didn't know it was going to be, like, all about dead stuff. I thought it was going to be about, like, phylogeny, you know, like, animal kingdoms and stuff like that, and then learning about the differences, but is basically the whole time just fucking dissections. I I dissected... It was fun. Our first dissection was a pig. Well, okay. I'll go through my list now because I dissected the squid in the seventh grade. I think that was my first dissection. And then I did I did the lamb's eye in the eighth grade. And then here in college, we started with a fetal pig. That was tough. That was really tough because... Like, it was stillborn, I believe, um, and so they donate them, but it just made me really sad because I was dissecting this thing that never got to live, Yeah, you know? Um, but I was glad that its life, or lack thereof, could be used to benefit mm-hmm. life at the same time. So um, I dissected a pig. Uh, we did a frog. We did uh, a fish, a shark, a lamprey, a sea urchin, a starfish, uh, a squid, and a bigger squid. Wow. And... Uh, um, I think that might have been it. It was a lot, though. Wow. That uh, is a lot. Oh, and then a sea anemone. We anemone. did. Anemone. Anemone. We did a sea anemone also. Yeah, that one was cool. They're like sea anemones are very interesting. They're living, right? Like, yeah. They, they... Oh, we did a sponge as well, but that's not really dissecting it because you can kind of just look at it. <laughs> that's interesting because you did sea creatures. Yes, I think our teacher was, he's a really big, like, marine biology guy. Oh, cool. That's funny. Because he, like, would talk about, first of all, I did not like him very much, but he would go to the beach often, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he told a couple stories from the beach. collecting samples for you guys. Yeah, just, you know, grabbing the squids. The fish was really interesting because we had to cut into it, obviously, mm-hmm. but we had to like descale the area we were going to cut because scales are fucking hard to cut through. Yeah. Like really hard. So there's that. <laughs> I actually don't eat a lot of fish. Me neither. And I didn't go to the beach a lot growing up, so I think both of those things has not contributed well to my feelings towards the ocean. I can agree. I was vegetarian for like three years, and only recently, I'd say this year, have I started eating chicken and occasionally salmon if it's fed to me. Yeah. Salmon I've had. I've had a couple different white fish. Fishes. I've had gooey duck. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's basically like a big... It's like a clam that's like this big. I've never had clams or oysters. I don't like shellfish. shrimp. Shrimp are good. But like the small ones, not the big ones. You haven't had prawns? 
No. What? The ones that have their eyeballs on them? Because I don't like that. Oh no! Like 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 um, like a shrimp scampi. Never had that. Like the like this size one. Yeah, this size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had those. Oh okay. Not not like a this big like. With the eyeballs, I don't like that. I've had that in a soup, but I did not like that. I've never had clam chowder soup. Never. No. It's pretty good. I don't have a lot of soup, actually. Hot take. I don't really like soup that much. I like tomato soup. I like tomato soup. And there's a couple Persian soups that I like. I like stews. Yeah. And I like... Ramen soup? I like ramen. I like ramen also. Like udon. I love udon. I like... I don't like... Okay. (laughs) I can't say I don't (laughs) like soups and then say a bunch of soups that I like but I like I like I don't okay wait, sorry sorry I don't like s- things like tomato soup I like tomato soup because I like the tomato flavor but let's say like zucchini soup where it's just or blended carrot soup where it's just blended carrots and water I hate that no that's not a real thing I definitely think you can make it taste good, and I'll eat it in small quantities, but if you're serving me this as dinner and that's it and there's no mm. bread, mm. I'm suing you. There needs to be sustenance to my soup, preferably a lot of it. Um. Okay, sometimes I can't eat hard food, so tomato soup is a good substitute. Tomato soup is so good. Um, Soup with noodles and, like... You know, pasta. Mm-hmm. I like chicken noodle. I don't like creamy soup. Like anything, stuff like broccoli cream soup. I don't know what that's about, but that doesn't feel like soup to me. Broccoli cheddar soup is pretty good, but that makes sense why you haven't had clam chowder because I'm pretty sure it's creamy, pretty dairy based. Um, I like French onion soup. I love French onion soup. Uh, it's really cold and rainy right now, so I've been thinking about what I'm doing for dinner, and I think I want to do soup. But do you oh remember God, when French onion soup? Do you remember when I made French onion soup? Yes, yes, I do. And it was really good. Really good. At least I thought it was really good. It was really good. It it took me a really long time to make. My dad had to give me the recipe. Jeez, um, is that something I can make tonight? Do I need more time than that? I think you could totally make it tonight. I could ask my dad to like give you the recipe, though it's going to be kind of labor intensive. If you don't mind, then I don't mind. I think I want it that some, badly. You will have some good ass soup, and there is nothing I love more than the fruits of my labor. Oh, I go back and forth on this because I I'll like it. start cooking at five o'clock. And be starving and then finish cooking and be like, I'm not hungry anymore. So I'm still learning how to take care of that. But I do understand nothing tastes better than your own home-cooked meal. I will, if I'm making like food for myself, I don't know. I, I Sometimes I'll make food and like be not hungry. Most of the time I am hungry enough because um, I like refuse to taste my own food along the way. I, like, never taste it almost ever, so I'm just so excited to see how it tastes, you know? I'll do the opposite, and I'll eat it all before I finish cooking it. Yeah, that's, if I'm making cookie dough, I'll do that. (laughs) Yeah. But I can, I'll give you my French onion soup off the air. Um, Because it was really good. I don't think I've ever cooked, I've, I've never myself cooked fish before. I make a mean salmon. You know that shit on on like YouTube, like or TikTok, where they do the knife thing on on like yeah. a crispy bread or like something that has a crust on it. They'll be like, ching ching, you know, like I I can get a salmon like that. Wow. Which a lot of people are like, they're like, I can't get my salmon crispy. It's always soggy on the bottom. I can get it crispy. I didn't do it. Wrong. That's good. So I got that talent. I think that's going to be a journey for me next year is learning how to cook fish. 
Because that's so easy, right? You have it frozen, you throw some stuff on it, stick it in a pan, and eat it. Well, it's better fresh, but... Yeah, it's frozen's fine also. I think something that's super nice... I love how we've divulged... This is still on topic, because food is made of animals. There you go. Um, But I think something that's kind of nice to just have is... I, I don't personally, but I think it's kind of nice to just have frozen shrimp. Because they yeah. can be, they can kind of be added to anything. Oh, I get a breaded shrimp from Trader Joe's, a frozen mm. breaded shrimp that I cook with bell peppers. Mm. That is a meal that I do like and I do make, but it's breaded shrimp. So I don't have to look at the shrimp as I'm cooking it because mm. it's covered already. Mm-hmm. I'm not even that squeamish. I think I'm just conditioned to be squeamish. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone's like, oh, I hate cooking red meat. And I have never really cooked red meat, but now I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I've never been a fan of red meat. Just, I like the taste is fine, but A, it's too expensive. B, you're killing such a big animal. True. If it came down to it, I could kill a fish. I could kill a chicken. You know, my like, brother, like, was next to a river and stuck his hand in the water and came out with a fish. What? He like grabbed it like a bear. That's crazy. Yeah. I kind of have this rule of thumb. My dad and I have had um uh a lot of debates or interesting constructive conversations around this topic. Um basically we were think we were talking about how so many people like maybe even yourself eat meat that they wouldn't be able to kill Mm, mm -hmm. right and lots of people are super unaware of the source of what they're eating where it comes from how it's killed how it's raised what it's fed that 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 has been so uh separated from us yes or or like or even things like milk right where the cow's baby has to be taken away in order to get the milk. Cows don't make milk every day. It's not like you've been told in the farmer's rhymes. It's not how it works. That is very true, but we all we see on the carton is happy cows on a pasture with rainbows. Sure. And we're taught to believe that the cow gets milked every day when that's not really the case. Anyway, um, I think the things are just, we're so separated from where our food comes from. And uh, we were talking about how you need a license to do things like drive and do things that involve poten- being potentially dangerous or ending life in general. Um, and I was saying that it would be interesting. I don't think this would be like this would work, but if you had to get a meat license where you had to basically like know where your meat comes from and like almost serve time Mm -hmm. like learning to raise kill and butcher all of these meats that you want to eat in order to understand what the process is right to make an informed purchase yeah because it's like you know back in the day if you couldn't kill it you didn't eat it you know and I think now so many people just nowadays so accessible and in such excess. Yes. Yeah. And I think just for more food awareness, it would be really cool if people knew more about it and what it meant and what it cost us, you know, mm. emotionally and materially. Um so I think that's always that's always it's something I'm continually asking myself because for a while I was like why I went vegetarian is because I was like I value all life and I I do believe that but I'm coming to a place where now I'm trying to find I'm like oh I could like if I had to to live I could do these things you know Mm -hmm. I don't know but (laughs) I still I think life is very precious still and i remember learning about you know ecosystems and biodiversity and and you know 
um, and how every creature is part of the ecosystem. And so they take something and they return something. And mm-hmm. that's how we, that's how nature is nature. It works. And learning that humans only consume and they don't replenish in any way. And how, like, I learned that young. And I, it just blew my mind. I was like, all we do is take. Mm-hmm. And we don't give anything back. That's crazy. Yeah. I've I've had a really big, um, this is like, <laughs> you're piquing my little interests here. Um, but I, I've had a really, really interesting train of thought, kind of similar to this whole meat license idea. Um where it is so the reason that our, the way we live is so bad is because we are quite literally removed from the circle of life yeah we no longer we naturally <laughs> we no longer naturally return to the earth we literally like you said only take from it and we take from it in such excess yes. and so unsustainably in a way where it can be done as cheaply and quickly as possible and um that's pretty that's not easy to digest um and i just i wish i wish it wasn't that way and, i yeah. mean it's all about being um informed and a lot of people would give me shit for you know when i was a vegetarian like you know, well, people, you know, everybody needs to eat to survive, you know, and that's true. But the thing is that, like, we as humans no longer need that. Well, we as humans don't eat to survive. We don't eat to survive anymore. So. Really, yeah, most of us. Well, actually, not most of us, but. I mean, like, as a, as a, you know. As a society, we harvest in excess. Yeah. I mean, at least. We do. Capitalist America does. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, basically we're just so far removed from it. You know, like you can't, you can't make these comparisons to the natural world and to biology anymore. People Mm -hmm. really like to be like you know, in all aspects of the word, like, that's just in human biology, like, how, but we're so, we, we are beyond that now, you know, we've removed ourselves from a normal biological cycle. I saw a TikTok that was one guy ranting, saying that children these days are just so stupid, because all they do is they consume the internet, Mm -hmm. and someone else was saying, Children will always be stupid because they're children. Yeah. Real. <laughs> children are just dumb. Right? Like, that's not the issue that you're getting at by making that statement, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just perspective and values, right? You obviously value the natural world or the natural world order and life and you know you have all these things that inform your choices and that's how you lead your life try to but not everyone has any morals or any um like awareness awareness right so they nothing is informing their decisions and they just walk through life not even realizing what they're doing is harmful yeah and that just, like, I don't know, it just makes me upset. Like, you know, like, I cons- I consume meat a little bit nowadays, but I consume it knowing well where things come from, you know, and and making that conscious choice instead of just eating something, you yeah. know, be- because it's put in front of me. I was brought up. To value um like waste. So I 
I make an effort. That's what I do. You know, when I'm shopping, I make an effort to not waste anything. Yes. So when I buy food for the week, I eat that food for the week and I do not throw any of it away. Yeah, that um, I've I've used that a lot as uh definitely that's probably honestly a really big part of my relationship with food and negatively because mm. I feel as though if I do not finish my plate it will get put like it will be wasted. Yeah. And it makes me really upset. And so I when I cook for myself, I rely a lot on composting to like make myself feel better. Yeah. Knowing that, okay, this food will not be going to waste. It will be turning into fertilizer for soil to make more food. Literally makes me feel so much better. I will stop myself from overeating with just that in my mind. So I get I get what you mean in that. Like that's a very but that's something people do not think about. Nobody oh, fucking thinks about that. Oh, I know. It blows my mind. And it's not even that like like not like throwing away food in landfills is bad. That's not even the main point. It's just that someone put labor into this or if you're talking about meat, a literal life was taken to give you this and you throwing it away putting it down the sink putting in the trash is so like it just feels disrespectful sometimes and I understand that there's a lot not a lot that people can do sometimes um you know because like our waste in this country is really really bad the way we handle waste um but it just yeah yeah i mean i mean because i do eat meat and i you know all the things i do all the things but i i try not to i i'm conscious of my footprint is is my awareness and where i approach things from that perspective yeah i think i think i get very overwhelmed with coming from an ecological standpoint of like oh i'm like carbon footprint type of thing Mm -hmm. but just more so like valuing that a that our precious water was taken to grow this crop for nine months out of the year whatever and that someone had to hand harvest this had to hand package this wash it whatever like time and effort and energy from all of life was put into this thing just a vegetable and to like for that to be thrown away can it can be hard yeah but in especially in the case of an animal product knowing that like something suffered or something died for this like i couldn't bear for it to go to waste you know we're also at a point where we have the luxury where we're able to choose and we're able very to, true to to make those decisions because of the resources we have mm-hmm. accessible to us and that we're able to afford alternate options right you know so, i mean that is our privilege um which you know enough people have who aren't respecting it yeah and that's the sad part yeah and it's also like a lot of people have texture issues and they you know they they're able to eat a part of a chicken leg but not the inside part or not the part at the top so stuff gets wasted but Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a it requires a lot more thinking than just saying one sentence like don't eat this don't waste it's so much more complex than that and that's the case with every problem ever you have to have you know worldview but anyway sorry to go down a whole society route i know we started with cute little otters and here we are saying make conformed choices speaking of society i watched chicago for the first time ever the musical yes well i watched the movie of the musical and 
Mr. Cellophane. I can't get out of my head. I sing that song all the time. I wonder, do you think there's a single podcast where we don't reference theater? No. Probably not. The funny thing is I used to sing Mr. Cellophane, just mumble it to myself. And my mom thought I made up that song. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm singing a song from Chicago. Like, this is a song. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I've had it stuck in my head because literally it's so Joker. Anyway, let's finish the episode by saying what our favorite animal is and why. Oh, this is so hard. I know. Um, We can, like, we can eliminate, like pets or bugs or something like or you can give a top two top three if you can't choose yeah i always thought that um if i were an animal i'd either be a turtle or a penguin you've always been a bit of a turtle gal right Mm um i'm so those are two animals that i enjoy that i like a lot Mm mm-hmm I'd say my animal, one of my, I I cannot pick just one. I love snails. I love worms. I I saw a really good snail the other day. I was going to send you a photo. It was like a good one. Please do. I love them. Roly polies are great. In terms of like larger animals, Oh, I can't get manta rays out of my head now, but that's like <laughs> different. I like pigeons a lot. Interesting. And I like people ducks. Like also, I kind of like all the things that people don't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bugs and like pigeons. I love how shiny their necks are. That's why I'm into them. Is it quails that have the little thing on their head? I love quails. They're cute. (laughs) I love quails. Quails are really cute. Robins. Robins, I think, are the prettiest bird. Crows, ravens. Love those. Those are great. So, anyway, why don't you tell us what your favorite animal is in the poll down below. And follow us on Instagram. Check out our website. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about in the future or you want our opinions on. Mm-hmm. We got a Q&A section over there where you can drop some comments, questions, concerns, ideas. We are here to listen to you. Um, Our followers are growing. So we'll are they really? All the new listeners. They are. Oh, on Spotify? Or- yeah. Well, oh, yes, please follow us on here. Um, if you like us, there's a review button. You can click it maybe if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, are you not supposed to say that? I don't know. I feel like you're not supposed to say that. I just know every YouTube video ends with like, comment, subscribe. Right. That's what we try to do. Like, comment, and subscribe, guys. So anyway. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, guys. Let us know your favorite animal, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.